It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today. And today we're going to talk about fasting. The Lord tells us that prayer and fasting can be powerful weapons in our life of faith. And what has been your experience of fasting? When has fasting made a difference in your life of faith? We're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, back with us once again, our spiritual director, Father Mark Barron. Father Mark, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, parish administrator of Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church, that in Darien, Illinois. Father Mark Barron, welcome back. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Chuck, and it's great to be back on the show. Yeah, looking forward to it. And fasting is one of those, uh, it's kind of a gray area for me. You want to do it, don't quite get it all the time, but we're going to talk about that today. And uh, probably true for all of us in so many ways. We will also open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience uh, to join us on the program. Uh, your experience of fasting, uh, we'd love to hear the story. But uh, Father Mark Barron, get us started fasting. What's the point? Fasting, what's the point? Good question. So, you know, if you look at... Uh some of the spiritual writers in our tradition, um, fasting basically has like three purposes. It's, it, it, and they're all spiritual. It, it, there's a spiritual benefit to fasting, and the three benefits would be that, number one, it helps to, you know, temper the lust of our flesh, you know, because we have to look at this in the context of that we are people who are wounded by original sin. That means we have this thing called concupiscence in us, which means that we have this disordered desire for things of the world. And desires of the flesh, desire you know, for for, for pleasure, um, is, is one of those. So you know, fasting is helps us to temper that, to temper the desires of the flesh, and which brings us kind of to the second point because when we are living a life of the flesh, it's hard for us to be in the spirit, so to speak. It's hard for us to raise our minds up to God, to seek the things that are above. So that's the second point to fasting, and that is to help us uh, to raise our mind up to spiritual things, to, to more freely contemplate the things of heaven than to be bound by the things of earth. And the third thing is because, again, wounded by original sin, we are inclined, we are inclined more to stray from God than to follow him. And so fasting, the third benefit of fasting is it helps us to satisfy for sin, and it also is good to help to prevent the, uh, the, the, the committing of sins as well. So, so fasting is... Um, it's a difficult thing, um, but it's so important to our spiritual life. Well, and then, Father Mark, make the point, if you would. I think it's a point we should make. I mean, when I think about fasting, it's all about, oh, what am I going to give up? What am I going to do? What? How is this going to help me? But this is really all about God, isn't it? Oh, exactly. It's all about God. It's really kind of like clearing out the the rubble in our souls so that we can more properly, again, um, pray, pray better, you know, because uh, think about this, again, 
when when we we're, we are broken people, and so we were we are tended more to disordered desires. We have disordered appetites. We have the the, the specifically the desires of the flesh can you know, and they are good in themselves, but they can lead us astray. They they can be disordered, um, and so when they are disordered, they create an interior disordering which doesn't allow us to really encounter God. And so fasting is, is, is a component. It's really a, a, fasting is actually a virtue. It, it, it's a, a component of temperance. And temperance seeks the reordering of our inner life, of our interior life. And fasting is that element that helps us to deny ourselves certain things so as to help to, um, in, in that denial, temper back or pull back or mortify, if you will, the, 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 the lust of the flesh that we can have, you know, especially for things of food and drink. And in doing that, it kind of creates a freedom, you know, it kind of helps to, uh, uh, in tempering back, creating a freedom that allows our spirit, therefore, to, to better um, be more open to God and, and, uh, and, and contemplating uh, and, and really eating, nurturing ourselves, if you will, on spiritual food than on, um, you know, food that is of this world, physical food. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director talking about fasting today. Let's open up our phone line sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters Life Insurance. It's a toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Don't forget you can email us in your life at relevantradio.com. But as you think about uh, your journey of uh, faith, of fasting, what's been your experience of fasting? When uh, perhaps has fasting made a difference in your faith? And, of course, if you have any questions about fasting, we invite you to join in the conversation today. And again, uh, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. So I think, Father Mark, when we uh, think about fasting, uh, my mind, and I'm sure a lot of us uh, go to Lent. But uh, can you talk a little bit about, uh, uh, it's it's more than Lent, isn't it? It is more than Lent. Uh, I'll say this in, in, in jest. Unfortunately, it's a 24-7, 365, which means that it's, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, 24 hours a day, so to speak, seven days a week, 365 days a year um, until we, you know, in one sense until we die. But it, it's, it's a, uh, it, in other words, fasting is a continual need. And it's, it's funny or interesting that uh, fasting is kind of like part of the, the natural law. And the natural law being, meaning that, that, um, law that God has inscribed into our hearts that we kind of just like know that we kind of need to do based on our nature. So like the natural law kind of tells us, you know, common sense that, you know, we're, we're, we are to do good, avoid evil. We, we, we don't kill people, you know, we don't commit murder, etc. And so in a certain sense, like because fasting has as its purpose of atoning for sin and like helping us to raise our minds up to spiritual things, you know, those are all kind of part of the, the natural law. And so it, it's a part of our very, of our very makeup as, uh, uh, again, people who are wounded by original sin. Um, you know, we are sinners. And so, so we need to do things that, uh, that help us to avoid sin. And so fasting does that by, again, by, by tempering our desires for the flesh so that they, so that they don't uh, become or it, it limits their disordered attraction to, to the things of the flesh. 
And then number two, it does help to 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 atone for sin. You know, um, we we need to repair for the damage that our sin has done, and especially if we've done sins of the flesh, then you know, fasting is a good way in which we can say, Lord, I'm going to offer up. You know, I'm I'm not going to drink any soft drinks today, Lord, for for love of you and for an atonement for my sins. Um, or if we've sinned through watching TV, if you will, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, offer that up. Now, strictly speaking, fasting has to do with um, food, you know, for the most part, but also, fa- uh, you know, fasting is basically abstaining from all types of, <laughs> excuse me, all manners or all types of lust, which, you know, the, the, that has man- many forms. So anyway... That that's where this is how why uh, uh, fasting is something that that really is should be a part of our our spiritual way of life, and and I can just say how important it is in in our way of life. I mean, I, I myself have experienced tremendous benefits, um, especially in my younger life, from from the power of fasting. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. We're talking today about fasting and what's been your experience of fasting? When has uh, fasting made a difference in in your faith? And of course, if you'd like to uh, join the uh, conversation with any of your questions about fasting, we invite you to do that today. Again, Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We'll be right back. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Luke chapter 9, verses 7 through 9. Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was happening, and he was greatly perplexed because some were saying, John has been raised from the dead. Others were saying, Elijah has appeared. Still others, one of the ancient prophets has arisen. But Herod said, John I beheaded. Who then is this about whom I hear such things? And he kept trying to see him. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. Or email us, innerlife@relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Just a reminder that our Relevant Radio toll-free studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters Life Insurance. More information about employment opportunities to become one of their insurance agents. Information also about their flexible premium life insurance plans, all available at relevantradio.com slash Forrester. Good to have all of you with us today. I'm Chuck Neff, along uh, with our crew sitting behind the scenes. Uh, Jim Shaper sitting in the producer's seat today. Nick Schmitz answering your phone calls. 
Angels. And Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark, one of our regular contributors from the beginning here. On the inner life, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, parish administrator of Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church, that in Darien, Illinois, talking today about fasting and what's been your experience of fasting. We'd love to hear your story. And again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149, our email address, life at relevantradio.com. So, Father Mark, before we went to the break, you talked about uh, a bit about how important fasting has been to you in your journey of faith. How so, I'm, I'm wondering? Yeah, it's been really uh, uh, tremendously. You know, I, I remember in my mid-20s um, when I had my awakening in the faith and I really started to understand what it meant to be Catholic and living, you know, kind of a spiritual life, uh, a life of holiness. And, you know, you, you hear about fasting, you know, you hear, you know, Our Lady in Medjugorje speaking about bread and water fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. And, and you hear, you know, you read about in the gospel, obviously, you know, the, the, the notion of fasting is all throughout Scripture. And so I started to fast, and, and I tried to do, like, bread and water. Um, and, and, you know, I was able to do it for the most part. But in the, the, and I'm not saying that as kind of like, you know, I, I, to give myself a merit badge. I'm just saying that <laughs> in doing it, it was, like, just very, like, purifying for me. Um, it, it was. It had a profound effect just on my, um, on my, my desires of the flesh, if you will. Um, it, 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 there, there, there's there's kind of like what I say... Uh, fasting has a has a healing element to it, um, and and I, I kind of experienced that because it kind of like it does it reorders the flesh, so that the 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 desires of my flesh became tempered back, so that I became stronger in desiring the things of God and seeking the things of God, and that helped to kind of create better interior order. And of course, um, interior order, you know, brings peace. You know, order brings peace. And so, but but it wasn't just like food and drink that that was kind of beneficial. Like I said, you can kind of look at fasting in a general way, where you can fast from really anything. And so, another thing that I did um, to kind of like mortify my 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 passions or my appetites is I loved country music growing up. Loved it. I'm I'm from Kentucky, and uh, so so I I listen to that all the time. And you know, uh, I remember being in California. And, uh, you know, I, I, was a, I had a sales job, and so I would travel that, like, I-5 corridor a lot, you know, from, from Chico all the way down to Bakersfield. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, you're listening to music a lot. Well, as I was growing in my faith, I'm like, you know, I just felt this inspiration. You know, I'm just, I'm just not going to listen to anything. And so just think about it. I mean, if you're used to, to having noise or sound around you all the time in some capacity, and you go into silent mode – Wow, that that was like very purifying for me too, um, and so it, it just has been. And it wasn't just like a, a one moment thing. Like, okay, I'm going to do this for you know a couple times, and then you know, bam, I'm I receive all these benefits. No, it, it was it was something that really over months and years, even that that this has proven itself to be just very helpful for me in my prayer life. And just in my life of virtue, um, and I, and, you know, and when I hear confessions, obviously, um, and people will will confess certain sins, sins of the flesh, and, and especially if I hear that there's an addictive element to them, I, I really, you know, encourage people to incorporate some type of like practice of mortification or, or or fasting in their life because it is such an important component 
to the healing process and to the um, healing us from 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 sin and even like uh, just just neurotic uh, tendencies uh, that we may have. You don't have those, do you? No, <laughs> not at all. No, no I, I know you. They're 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 not as bad as they were. That's what I'll say. It, but, and fasting has helped me uh, in that. Yes, take us back into the country music and not listening to the radio. My experience of of silence, and certainly, and I don't listen to the radio a lot in the car either. I should as a radio show host, but I don't. But what it makes, it makes me more aware of the sounds around me. And I'm just so curious in all of that, I have to believe that that, that really deepened your relationship with God. Yeah, exactly, because... You're, you know, it's kind of like when you're, you're replacing, you're, you're trying to temper back one hunger and allow another hunger to grow. So you're trying to temper back your, um, your, the, the hunger you have for, like, created things in general, or then specifically like a food or drink or sex or, or music. You know, uh, those things, you're trying to temper back your hunger for those and allow the, the desires of your spirit, the hungers of your spirit, for truth, good, for truth, goodness, and beauty, which is ultimately satisfied in God, who is truth itself, goodness itself, and beauty itself, you're trying to allow that hunger to grow. And so in that way, you, you're, you're, in fasting, you're trying to replace a created good with an uncreated good, and in opening up of the heart for a greater reception of the uncreated good that that alone can feed and and put our souls at rest. Yeah, the image that uh, has always um, made an impression on me is we empty ourselves to make more room for God. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and you, um, one of the other things that uh, when I was I practiced uh, the the fasting and stuff because I I would do it. I remember in seminary, and you know when, when you're trying to like fast on a Wednesday or Friday or both, you know, and, and you have class, you have to go to seminary class, and I just remember waking up, and I'm like, oh, shoot, it's Wednesday, or oh, shoot, it's Friday, and I'm like, uh, another another day to, you know, another fasting thing, whatever, and, and so you're like, uh, I, I, I don't feel like doing this, and so, you know, those, those times taught me that, you know, how weak I am, one, as a, as a person, you know, in my, as a human being, but then also how in that weakness, in that poverty of myself, that I, you know, call, I, I called upon the Lord. I, I would, like, just do something simple. Like, I would just pray to Mary and say, you know, Blessed Mother, help me to do this. You know, help me to fast. You know, help, help me to deny myself, you know, whatever today. And, and um, you know, there, there was always that happened, and I would sincerely do that. I oftentimes found, you know, the grace to be able to, you know, endure through or work through, you know, the that little suffering, if you will, that comes from uh, the the act of the practice of fasting. Yeah, you know, that's another really interesting insight in terms of recognizing our own weakness. One, humility to recognize that, but to recognize, yeah, we are weak and we do need uh, God's help. And when we fast, to recognize the weakness, God's right in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, that. That is the beauty of it. It's, uh, you know, because, you know, humility um, in, in itself, it, it's basically um, humility seeks, uh, humility allows you to, 
the, the practice of humility is supposed to allow you to see yourself as you are, you know, according to the truth, right? Humility is truth, and so you get a proper estimation of yourself. And so humility, uh, in doing that, seeks to preserve uh, our awareness of our creaturely quality. So when we fast, we become more aware of that creaturely quality, which kind of like if we accept that and, and, you know, and, and, and get in touch with that, leads to that deeper humility of that sense of our creatureliness, especially before God. And, that, and that's the beautiful thing, you know. So, so you can see, like, man, there's so many benefits and, 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 and gifts to, to this practice of fasting. Yeah, yeah. I want to get in a, a bit more into what do we fast from and whether it's uh, country music or food or whatever it is. We'll get into that uh, when we come back. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director on the program today. We're talking about fasting. Phone lines are open if you would like to join us. We'd love to hear your story about fasting, your experience of that. Again, it's a toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. And uh, you can email us, life at relevantradio.com. But as you think about uh, your journey of faith, fasting, what's been your experience of fasting? And when has uh, fasting uh, in your journey of faith made a difference? And if you have any questions about fasting, well, we invite you to join in the conversation today with Father Mark Barron. We will get to some phone calls. Stay with us, everybody. Thank you for waiting. We'll get through the break and we'll be right back. Again, you're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. If you want to join us, toll-free phone number 888 We'll be right back. Day 17, Mother of our Savior, pray for us. When I think of this title, I imagine our Blessed Mother standing at the foot of the cross as Jesus is dying for us and saving the world. And I'm grateful for Our Lady's loyal love for her son and ask her that I may never be afraid to stand up for him and give witness like her. St. John Henry Newman, canonized a year ago, explains that Jesus, our Lord, because he was a Savior, was a warrior. He could not deliver the captives without a fight, nor without personal suffering. Lord, save me, St. Peter cried out in the dark, windy night, as he began to sink into the terrifying waters of the Sea of Galilee. Save me, Lord, we all cry out when we come face to face with our weakness and sinfulness. Only Jesus can save us. And being the obedient son, he does so immediately when his mother asks him to help us. Mother of our Savior, pray for the church and the nation. are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the program. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, currently the parish administrator for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church in Darien, Illinois. Father Mark, one of our regular contributors, talking today about fasting. And the phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. Uh, Toll-free, 888-914-9149, sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Life insurance. But uh, what has been your experience of fasting? 
When have you recognized uh, the power of fasting and when it, has it really made a difference in uh, your journey of faith? And if you have any questions about fasting, we invite you to join us on the program today as well. Again, toll-free number 888-914-9149. Uh, before I get to a phone call, just want to remind you, I know you probably don't want to hear this, uh, tomorrow, three months from Christmas... Wow, really? Yeah, don't worry, we're not ignoring Halloween or All Saints Day or Thanksgiving, but we want you to know we're giving away 200 nativity sets to 200 lucky listeners, and we want to make sure you have yours in plenty of time to display it outside your home all throughout the Advent and Christmas season. So all you have to do to enter this uh, nativity, sit, nativity set, valued, by the way, at more than $500, just go to our website, relevantradio.com slash nativity and register before October 2nd. This is a great way to say Merry Christmas to your entire neighborhood. Um, with your own beautiful hand-painted nativity set right in front of your home. Together we can impact our communities this Advent, making room for Christ inside our hearts and outside your homes. So sign up now, relevantradio.com slash nativity. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about fasting. And let's uh, head to the phone. So thanks for waiting, everyone. Patty, listening in the Chicagoland area, you are up first. Uh, welcome to the program today. Thank you. And Father, I want to say that thank you so much for uh, talking about the topic of fasting. Um, It has transformed my life. And it's not until I discovered the spirituality of fasting has it made me the best person that I am today. I started intermittent fasting probably about a year ago, and it was for weight loss. And I know a lot of people now, that's a big, you know, uh, topic now, intermittent fasting, and a lot of people are doing it for weight loss. And I started doing it, and sometimes I would succeed. Um, most times I wouldn't succeed. And it, it's not about, it, and until you realize that it's about temperance and about asking for God's help and being in God's presence, will it work? Because I started fasting then from food, and then it opened up other areas of my life where I fasted from TV, shopping, any vice or kind of pre-addiction that I thought I would have, I would ask for his help on that. And it has truly strengthened my faith in the Lord. And like you said, in this society, all you hear is that I want it, I want it now, I want it all, it's all about me. And I think fasting really helps you get away from that mindset, knowing that, you know, you really need to focus on the spirituality of what you are doing. And like you said, it has made me the best person that I am today because it has actually humbled me and the meek shall inherit the earth. So I so encourage people not to do it for the physicality of anything and the the materialism, but to do it for the spirituality because that's where you're going to succeed because, and it's not that you're going to succeed in that vice if it's shopping or weight loss. You're going to succeed because it's going to bring you closer to the Lord. And, uh, Patty, when you said that it made you you the person you are today, in effect— like, how, explain to me how, what your behavior was like before you started fasting, and then after having received this grace that uh, fasting brought into your life, 
um, what it, what was that grace? I mean, how are you a better person now in terms of like concretely with like your behavior and just in your interior life? Because I had, I had no control. I had no control over, I thought I had control, but I had no control or, over anything I did. I, you know what? I, I shopped in excess. I uh, did everything in excess. I ate in excess. And not until I realized that I wasn't in control, that the Lord is always in control, that has, the Lord has made me and helped me to be the best possible version of myself. So mm-hmm. if you think you have control over anything in your life, you're sadly mistaken, because it's not until you learn that it's the Lord's will and the Lord has control over everything that it brings out a peace and contentment that is so truly joyful. And that's why I think this is such an important topic. And it sounds like you were being controlled by the things of the world, and then as you learned to, to let go of them through this, you know, through a type of fast, through this fasting, and you learned to, to, to do this with God's help, then you allowed yourself to be freed from being controlled by created things and allowed yourself to be um, placed under a greater surrender to God, who um, under His control, so to speak, but His control leads to freedom. Absolutely, and that's the only true path to faith and joy and happiness. Yeah, that's it, amen. In this world. That's great. Yeah. Patty, great story. Thanks for joining us on the program today, talking about fasting. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, let's take another phone call. Heading to the Florida Keys and Rosalinda listening there. Hi, and welcome to the program today. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Um, I just wanted to call. um, This is my favorite subject, uh, fasting. And today I am fasting for the uh, conversion of souls. Um, I saw an email this morning about the fast on September 24th from Acts 29. I just saw that. So I said, today's the day I'm going to do it. I've been really chicken about doing it. (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) So today I'm doing it. I have a slight headache, but I'll be okay. And uh, I think the fast ends at dinner time tonight. So I'm praying uh, today for the conversion of souls, conversion of our country. Uh, you know, just praying all day for whatever comes to my mind. And um, this is this is it again, uh, Rosa. Thank you for for sharing, and thank you for your honesty about the chicken. Like, <laughs> like I was chicken because it is that kind of like. Um, you know, I, I don't fast or mortify myself perfectly. And like, so, sometimes I'll have a thought of like, you know, g- uh, giving up watching maybe the U.S. Open golf tournament. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, uh, so they, thank you for that, uh, that, uh, honesty about like being a chicken because it's like when we think about giving up things, we're, we're like, it's, it's, there, there, there's a death factor in that. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of like, uh, uh, that, Thank you for that honest uh, statement there. The other thing I wanted to say is, you know, when, when, you, when, when we look at, again, in Scripture, especially in the Old Testament, um, the times when I'm thinking of, the, of when Jonah goes to Nineveh and, he, and the Lord called for prayer and fasting, you know, a time of fasting. And so why? Because fasting atones for sins. And uh, so thank you for sharing that uh, and bringing out again uh, one of the, the the important components of fasting is it, it is atoning for sins, and so our our in one sense offering up of food and drink um, 
to a certain extent, can help to repair and atone for uh, the sins that we commit and those of the whole world. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thanks uh, for joining us. And just a couple of points on that. Uh, sounds like she decided today <laughs> that she was going to fast. But is that is that the nature of fasting, that we don't have any plans to do that today, but suddenly someone comes to our mind, some situation comes to our mind to say, you know what, I'm going to fast today for that person or for that situation. Can it be kind of spur of the moment uh, decisions? And then the importance of uh, of sticking to it. Yeah, we fall down, but go back to it, stick to it. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, it's almost... You know, you, you develop a, I mean, I, I think it's good to develop some type of a schedule of fasting, that, that things that you do regularly. And then also I, I think that it's um, uh, uh, important that we are open to the movements of the Spirit, you know, because they may call, you know, the, the Spirit of God may, you know, say, you know, like, and, and again, this is like when I was driving in the car, you know, for example, way back when, um, you know, it, it happened by inspiration. Like, I just got an inspiration. Well, don't don't turn on that radio right now, you know, and then like 10 minutes turns into like, you know, however long I'm in the car. And, and so it is that that uh, docility to the movements of God where God is just saying, let go of that right now. You know, you, you don't need to reach out to that. Let go of it and even suffer the letting go of it. So that again, um, uh, God God can do work in our souls, so that uh, we can make more room for Him. And, and then, how do we turn that into a prayer? I'm sitting here listening to that, letting go of it. But then someone comes to mind and offer that up for that person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's uh, you know. So it's what you got various things you can offer up. I mean, you can offer up the 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 act of fasting itself, meaning that thing which you're uh, letting go of today whether it's, you know, food or TV, radio, whatever. Um, and then it, it's also the, the offering up of the suffering of the fasting. And, uh, and then in that, you know, you're, you're, what we're, it's that redemptive suffering thing, uniting our sufferings to the sufferings of Christ. Um, and so, so that's what I would say. I want to make a point also that, uh, you know, because um, fa- fasting is, is an important part of our spiritual life, but also the fact that how we have to have, like, a balance in our fasting. So, like, we're not, God doesn't want us to fast in a way that's going to be a detriment to our health or, or, the, or performing our daily duties. So, so we might get, um, or we might try to incorporate some type of fasting in our life, but we want to make sure that um, we meet the needs of our nature enough that we can perform you know, what we need to perform. And, and so on some days, you know, like uh, our last caller mentioned that, you know, she has a little headache. Well, maybe it might not be good to fast um, if we have like an important meeting at work, you know, and we can't really afford to deal with a headache while we're at work. Um, if we're driving a car, okay, that, that might be, and we're just traveling, especially to the Florida Keys, <laughs> that we can kind of <laughs> endure that a little bit easier. Yeah. But, uh, but I just wanted to make that point in all this, that uh, um, the... The, the fasting is an occasion where we can turn it into a prayer because it's meant to lead us to a deeper prayer. Um, but also we want to kind of like make sure that, that uh, we have in the back of our mind um, a, a kind of a balance to where we don't, don't uh, think that we're trying to, the greater the suffering in my fasting, the better, even to the detriment of my health and of the performance of my mm-hmm. daily duty. 
Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, talking about fasting today. We would be remiss, uh, Father Mark, I think, if we don't talk about the churches. Uh, fasting, what requirements, uh, what they ask us to do. Can you talk a little bit about the Friday fast? I mean, fasting from meat. It's been relaxed, uh, obviously. And I think, uh, for me at least, until a few years ago, when I realized that it was okay to eat meat on Fridays, I thought that meant also I didn't need to fast on Fridays. But that's not what the Church teaches us. Yes, I'm I'm, uh, I'm still, yes, my, my understanding, obviously, is that... Uh, you know that there are certain prescribed days that we are to um, abstain from meat, and then those being mainly the Fridays during Lent. There are certain days in which we are to fast, like on on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, where um, we are to fast in a more strict way in terms of only having like one full meal. So I think it's what two lesser meals and then one full meal, um, and then the, on Fridays outside of Lent. Um, yeah, we're not required to abstain from meat, um, but there is a sense in which the, the, the Church calls us to recognize the penitential nature of Friday, because Good Friday is the day our Lord died, and so that is always a good day to practice some form of penance, um, to acknowledge the Lord's suffering, and to, again, to offer suffering something maybe for to, to atone for my sin, or or for other people's sins, whatever, um, but not to lose that penitential aspect of a Friday. I'm not. I'm not because uh, I was just trying to read on this recently. I'm not clear. Like, like I've heard it. I've heard it said that like it's in canon law, but we have to do something penitential on on Fridays. Um, I, I would have to go back and and mm-hmm. and read that again to to before I can make any, you know. A, a statement on that one, but uh, but but anyway, the the point though really ultimately is that Friday, because it's Friday, and the Lord's death, His passion and death, it still has kind of like a penitential quality to it. Yeah, Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director. Let's head back to the phones and Iris, listening in Cedar Park, Texas. You're up next. Welcome to the program today. Hi there, Chuck. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Father. Um, I started fasting uh, years ago when this second wave of um, abuses uh, came up in the church. Um, The first time around, I was um, pretty immature and just kind of felt like, uh, they want us to do what? Penance? It's like, we didn't do anything wrong. It's them that did this wrong. And so I definitely had a different attitude the second time around. And I decided uh, that on Thursday evenings after supper, I would fast until the following Friday at 3. And then this has been a few years now. It just really wasn't um, having any effect. It seems like things just got went from bad to worse. Um, then shortly after, I started losing uh, good friends, um, loved ones, um, through dif- different uh, illnesses that they had, and uh, saw uh, one of my dear friend priests uh, have to leave my parish, and I was very close to um, all of these people. And again, um, I started noticing, okay, God, what are you telling me here? Um, there's a lesson in all of this. And um, just now, 2020, with fasting from everything, not being able to go. Well, we're we're open back up for mass, but just the changes in masses is, I feel like, never going to be the same. Um, 
and just things have gone, I mean, just, I, I don't recognize the world anymore from the beginning of 2020 to now. But um, just having a real conversation with God and really awakening, I've been going to adoration now, uh, going on two years, and just sitting there and hearing him out and telling him, okay, wh- what, you know, what am I doing? What what do I need to do for you? And now um, everything, everything that I do, I mean, okay, I shouldn't say everything, but 99.9% of what I do, I look to him and say, okay, is 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 this is this all right? Is this how you how you want this day to progress with with for me? Is this what am I doing? What you want me to be doing? And um, just the fruits of that. Um, just this week started. Uh, the days are getting shorter and it's dark of sooner and it's dark longer. Um, I've set my alarm to wake up. Um, before 6 a.m., and my dog does a favor of waking me up before 6 a.m., and, you know, getting up and letting the dog out and not going back to bed, just turning off the alarm at that point and starting my day just a little bit earlier. And just this week, just noticing how much more um, just the closeness that I have to God. And my big lesson, I think, has been detachment over the last few years because I find myself, I used to be a big football fan. Uh, I used to follow the Dallas Cowboys like it was my my religion and um, still watch my Longhorns whenever I get to watch them. But I don't, it's not the end-all, be-all anymore. It's, uh, it's like, oh, the Cowboys are on, oh, well, great, they lost again, not wonderful. Um, and, and just really god removing everything um taking a stance against certain certain things that um aren't aren't um i feel what 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 god would want me to be wasting my time with and so it's just he's made it real real clear for me i've always told him i said you know i'm i'm the thick-headed one god i need the proverbial brick uh well, uh, brick, uh, bricks to fall on my head, and that's pretty much what he's done for me. Is like, I'm removing that. Um, we have no cable. We, I rarely turn on the TV anymore, um, and uh, it's just, I'm, I'm very detached from the world right now, and I just feel like, um, I, and I'm great. I, I feel fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, that seems like, Aris, uh, the, the key word you said there is just this notion of detachment. Um, and, uh, yeah, sports is definitely, again, watching sports on TV is definitely one of those things we can give up. And it just sounds like the fruit of that in your life is uh, uh, a greater yeah. openness, close, closeness to the Lord. And, yeah. and so that's, the, that's beautiful. Yeah. Iris, thanks. Uh, nice to have you on the program. Let's uh, get at least one more phone call in for Father Mark Baron Bella, listening in Hollywood, Florida. Thank you for calling and welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for taking my call. I'm going to call it as God's um, divine provision because um, I'm struggling with fasting. I used to fast uh, four or five years ago, uh, you know, as, as long as the, the Lord called me to fast. I have no problem just water, and if I have a headache, just go straight to Scripture, even during work, and go back to one. It was enriched. It was growing in, in the sense that, you know, uh, very, very beautiful. And I start adding the Fridays fasting, which is, uh, I continue with the fi- Friday fasting. But um, lately, it, I, I'm struggling a lot, you know, like I'm called to fast on Wednesday, I start with that attitude and, and I fall behind and I, 
you know, kind of listen to the voice that, you know, what about tomorrow? Is that all over again? And and it, it really grieves my soul because, you know, I sometimes I feel that separation that, you know, how I was before and now how I am. So I just want some advice on that. Yeah, I, and I would say that, again, that um, there, you know, the church doesn't uh, like when, she, when 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 the church mentions fasting, um, and the church has prescribed the fasting that she has prescribed. You know, and, and she has done she does she has done that because she recognizes that 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 people can fast in various degrees based on their like bodily dispositions. So some some people could really it's easy for them to fast. Other people it's really hard, and so you know they came up with their with their, you know, the, the, the abstinence of, of what they've come up with, the rules, so to speak, based on that. I'm bringing that up because I think it's important for you to kind of, like, realize that you might be in a different place in your life where you might not be able to, quote, fast the way you used to. And that's okay because, remember, the goal of fasting is not a quantity thing. The goal of fasting is a quality thing. So we give up a certain amount of quantity in order to um, uh, uh, create a, a, a greater quality of soul, you know, of spirit. And so you just may be in your place, it may, may be in a place in your life right now where, where maybe you're not able to give up as much from a quantitative standpoint, but it can still have, have, have its effect. And, and really, and to be honest, I think fasting, uh, you really experience the 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 impact of fasting when you first start fasting and you're really trying to to grow um, grow out of uh, big sins in your life and I think that as as you move along it becomes a little bit easier to fast and, and you might not it's still beneficial but you might not experience as great a benefit as you did in the beginning so I don't know does that help does that some of that uh, I, some of those words I, yeah I I want to confirm that because uh, for the past six months or so. Every time I decide to, um, the Lord comes to me and says, I, deserve, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you know, several times. And it, it is difficult for me, you know, sometimes, especially, you know, in the family, to express that, you know, that sacrifice. And, and so that's what I'm struggling. But now it confirms even more that that's what I, I have to, you know, work it on even more now instead of just yeah. food fasting. I agree with that. Yeah, I think, and I think if you look at, like, the lives of the saints, like, you know, back in the in the early church, you had these desert fathers, and they were going out doing these heroic fasts and stuff like that, and and then you have someone like St. Ignatius comes along, and he's, he's in the mortification and things like that, for sure, but even he kind of learned, and as he had his conversion, he learned that, that some of his mortifications and, and, and fastings were in excess. And, and so he learned how to temper those back to find the right balance that fit with the life that God was calling him to live and serving the gospel. Yeah. Bella, thank, uh, thank you for joining us. Good to have you on the program. Great question. I appreciate the honesty. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director. Father Mark, time to wrap things up, and we do like to close the hour with a final blessing for all of our listeners. May Almighty God bless us all this day. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Amen. Father Mark Barron, always a pleasure. Good to have you on the program. We'll see you next time on The Inner Life. Father Mark Barron joining us. Uh, Thanks to him, as always. Thanks to all of you for taking a bit of time in your day, wherever you're listening today, to join us here on The Inner Life. Uh, Top of the hour, about two minutes away, we celebrate Mass. And don't forget, 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with K.O. Clark. Make this a great day. We are back again tomorrow, and we hope to see you then. Day 17, Mother of Our Savior, pray for us. When I think of this title, I imagine our Blessed Mother standing at the foot of the cross as Jesus is dying for us and saving the world. And I'm grateful for Our Lady's loyal love for her son and ask her that I may never be afraid to stand up for him and give witness like her. St. John Henry Newman, canonized a year ago, explains that Jesus, our Lord, because he was a Savior, was a warrior. He could not deliver the captives without a fight, nor without personal suffering. Lord, save me, St. Peter cried out in the dark, windy night, as he began to sink into the terrifying waters of the Sea of Galilee. Save me, Lord, we all cry out when we come face to face with our weakness and sinfulness. Only Jesus can save us. And being the obedient son, he does so immediately when his mother asks him to help us. Mother of our Savior, pray for the church and the nation.